Shalom, this is Rabin Deborah Brandt. This is Day 21, Imuna, Life in Messiah Yeshua. Remember, remember the Sabbath day, Part 2. Matthew 12, 9-14 Leaving from there, he went into their synagogue. A man with a withered hand was there, and so they might accuse him. They questioned Yeshua, saying, Is it permitted to heal on Shabbat? He said to them, What man among you will not grab his sheep and lift it out if it falls into a pit on Shabbat? How much more valuable then is a man than a sheep? Therefore it is permitted to, good on, to do good on Shabbat. Then he said to the man, Stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out, and it was restored as healthy as the other. But the Pharisees went out and plotted against him how they might destroy him. The word Shabbat, the Hebrew word, has entered English as Sabbath. The biblical concept of a weekly day of resting from workaday purposes has no close parallel in the ancient world. The fourth commandment, Exodus 28-11, Deuteronomy 5-12-14, connects Shabbat with the fact that God rested after the six days of creation, Genesis 2-1-3, makes it a day of equality in which all, high and low alike, are entitled to rest and sets it aside as a day which is holy and which God is to be honored. The Jewish New Testament commentary, David Stern. Mark two twenty three to twenty eight. Now it happened on Shabbat that Yeshua was going through the grain fields, and his disciples began to make their way, plucking the heads of grain. The Pharisees were saying to him, "Look, why are they doing what is per not permitted on Shabbat?" And he said to them, "Haven't you ever read what David did when he was in need, and he and those with him became hungry?" How he entered into the house of God when Abiathar was Kohen Gadol and ate the showbread, which is permitted only for the Kohenim to eat, and gave some even to those who were with him. Then he said to them, Shabbat was made for man, and not man for Shabbat. So the Son of Man is Lord even of Shabbat. This passage from the Talmud gives the same message, verse 27. Rabbi Yonatan ben Yosef said, For it, Shabbat, is holy unto you. Exodus 31.14 That is, it is committed into your hands, not you into its hands. Yoma 85b A similar passage appears in the Mechilta Shabbatah 1.1 and Exodus 31.12-17 where the saying is attributed to Rabbi Shimon ben Meniasa. It may be, therefore, that Yeshua's comment in Mark 2.28, and that the Son of Man is Lord of the Shabbat, does not only refer to himself, but to everyone, since the Hebrew ben Adam, literally Son of Man, can mean simply man or person with no messianic overtones. People control Shabbat and not the other way around. Jewish New Testament Commentary, David Stern. Matthew 12, 6-8 but I tell you that something greater than the temple is here. If you had known what it means, I desire mercy, not sacrifice, you wouldn't have condemned the innocent. For the Son of Man is Lord of Shabbat. Again, Jewish New Testament commentary. Violating Shabbat, the Greek text says literally doing what is unlawful on Shabbat. That is doing something that the Proshim or Pharisees considered to be against the Torah. The argument was not over whether it was permitted to pick grain by hand from someone else's field, for that is expressly allowed by Deuteronomy 23:26. But whether it could be done on Shabbat, 
at issue behind the seemingly minor matter is what the Pharisaic tradition, which evolved into what the rabbinic Judaism calls the Oral Torah, later committed to writing in the Mishnah, Gemara, and other works, is God's revelation to man binding on all Jews. The question is explored further in 18, 18 to 20, and Mark 7, 15 to 13. According to the Oral Torah, as we have it now in the Mishnah, 39 categories of malacha work are prohibited on Shabbat, namely those prohibited on Shabbat while the tabernacle is being built. One of these was reaping, another threshing. At Matthew 12.1, we are told that the Talmudim were reaping in the parallel passage of 6.1, and they were also rubbing the heads of the grain together in their hands, which would be defined as threshing. This is the content of the accusation of the Prashim Pharisees were making against him, and, and, and by implication against Yeshua, responsible as their teacher for their behavior. Sometimes we are so busy that we do not even have time to enjoy the fruit of our labors, including our homes and family. We are so busy maintaining our lifestyle that we have no time to enjoy our life. The things that we work so hard for become our taskmasters, and in the end can cost us our family and our health, mental and physical, and our joy. And worst of all, all we can become so busy that we no longer even have time for God. In his infinite wisdom, he knew that in order for us to function to the best of our ability, in order for our spiritual lives not to suffer, we needed one day that we could be free to worship him and spend time with those we love, our family and our mishpocha, family and Messiah. You can even become so busy doing the Lord's work that you soon find yourself neglecting your time with the Lord, Yeshua. Too busy to pray, too busy to study, too busy to worship. Just too busy, period, which leads to spiritual burnout. We all need time to spend in his presence and let his word renew our minds and build up our spirits, to sing praises to his holy name and let his anointed presence fill us up to overflowing so we can make it through another week. We all need to let go of our own agendas and plans and take hold of Yahweh's plans. Let him truly be Yahweh Elohim over our lives, and to remember on the Sabbath that he is truly master of our lives and our time. The Sabbath was created to be a time of joy and renewal where we can forget about our troubles and worries and just have a time of rejoicing and fellowship. Shalom and Yeshua.